If you have your Bibles with you, let's take them out to um, Joshua chapter 4, verse 4 through 7, a great pericope of God's Word. Let's look at it just a little bit this morning, see what it has to say to us. So Joshua called together the 12 men he had chosen, one from each of the tribes of Israel. He told them, go into the middle of the Jordan in the front of the ark of the Lord your God. Now, let me just tell you where they're at. They're in the middle of the Jordan. They're going over to the promised land. And the ark is in the middle and the Jordan River is dry. And they're walking across. As long as the ark is there, the river will be dry. He says to them, each of you must pick up a stone and carry it on your shoulder. It wasn't a little stone like you got today. It was a big stone. A big stone that they put on their shoulder and carried as big as they could. Uh, Twelve stones in all, he said. One for each of the twelve tribes of Israel. We will use these stones to build a memorial. In the future, your children will ask you, what do those stones mean? Then you can tell them the story that they remind us of the time when the Jordan River stopped flowing, uh, when the Ark of the Lord's Covenant went across. These stones will stand as a memorial, now listen to this, among the people of Israel forever. Amen. This is the word of God for all of, all of his people. Okay, let's pray. God, we thank you for your word today, especially as it challenges us on this weekend to remember um, those that uh, gave their life, those that struggled uh, against good and evil, and uh, to remind us of your great sacrifice too. Um, May our ears be open to what you would say to us this morning. May our hearts be ready to receive it, and then may we be uh, willing to respond to it. Touch our hearts, Lord, and uh, touch the heart of your servant, that may his words be nothing more than yours. We pray in Christ's holy name today. Amen. Memory is pretty tricky, isn't it? I think it's getting really tricky the older I get. I don't know if anybody else has that problem, but uh, I know of three guys that have the problem when they meet every Friday morning. Um, One time we were talking, and and uh, about forgetting things, and Paul said, yeah, he says, I walk out to the garage, and by the time I get out there, I forgot whether I was walking to the garage or walking away from the garage. <laughs> you know, and he said, I don't know what I went out to get. And Jerry popped up and said, that's nothing. That's nothing. I go to go outside to go back to the shop and can't remember if I've been in the shop or I'm going to the shop. I popped up, and I said, I said, I'm glad that I'm not as old as you guys. I don't have that same problem. And I knocked on wood. I said, I, everything's pretty good for me. I walked, knocked on those tables we have there. I said, everything's pretty good. And then I got up and said, oh, somebody's at the door. I'll be right back. <laughs> I had a friend of mine. He was getting ready to retire at Tempkin. His name was Sam. And uh, he said he never had a problem finding his car in the parking lot um, at night. We were talking about how you get your cars lost and everything. He said, no, I just look for the car with the headlights on. (laughs) That's mine. (laughs) I'm telling you. We come today and this weekend to celebrate something that happened in 1866, they think was the beginning of it, when um, these ladies 
took flowers down to the graveyard and the remains of their town and laid them on the graves of those that had given their lives for their um, fight for freedom. And the great thing about it is they didn't only use do the Union soldiers, they did the Confederate too and, and uh, broke down those walls. And I think in the midst of them doing that, uh, those widows and those young girls um, buried their hatred along with those flowers and um, it became what we know today after all these years a time of healing when we get together on this weekend. Um, I, I tried to figure out why we do it in May, uh, this, this Sunday in May. I thought it was because there was some special battle, you know, that they remember. I thought it was because of something, something special in the military, so they made this day that day. And then I figured out there's nothing that happened. Nobody can tell you why it started this, this time except for these ladies that went down there um, and uh, put these um, flowers on those graves. And that you, Do you know why they do it in May? If anybody knows why, you can tell me afterwards. But I think this is why, because that's when flowers are blooming. Hmm? Like this up here. Isn't that right? They're not, you know, why would you take flowers down? You have to buy them. These ones they got right out of their yard, took them down there, and it became very special. So I think that's why they did it in May. Anybody got a better reason than that? No? Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's great. Um, the trouble with this weekend is that, you know, this isn't really a special, special holiday. It's a time we get four days off. But it's not, it's not like, you know, Thanksgiving. It's not like Christmas. It's not like Easter. It's not like Veterans Day. This is just a pretty gentle weekend um, where we have a parade on Monday and do a, a short service and remember all those that have fallen, and then that's it. Well, I, I'm content that, um, or contentious that we should do more than just that. Um, I think it was at the Arlington Cemetery. Um, they ran out of help, so they started advertising early that they needed help to dress up the cemetery at this time. So they um, sent out notices to all the Boy Scouts around and asked them if they would come and, and serve and do things for the, um, put the flags out and do all that they do. And sure enough, a whole bunch of them responded. And a newspaper guy um, talked to this one young man. He said, do you know why you're doing all this? And he said, yeah, I'm getting service time. Hmm. Didn't understand at all about uh, what Memorial Day is. By the way, if you have time and want to make a trip, it takes about 45 minutes to get there from here. You should go over to the National Cemetery this weekend. Have you been there, Bar uh, Joan? Not yet. Okay. Um, it is really pretty. It's dressed up right now to honor all those that are buried under those sods of grass. Well, this morning... I want us to try to understand, again, what Memorial Day is. And um, um, I correlated with those rocks that, that Joshua um, put down on the bank of near Gilgal and said, uh, we're going to remember this time. And I, I don't know if those rocks are still there, but I want to tell you, in the hearts of every Israelite person, those rocks are there. It's sort of like when you go on... On um, Ash Wednesday, and get those ashes put on your forehead. You wipe them off, but for the next whole season of Lent, whether you can see them or not, they're still there. Amen.
And that's what that, when he said forever, meant. So, take up one of your rocks. Take up one of your rocks, put it in your hand, take a good picture of it in your mind. Yeah, we're going to use these three rocks, so you want to have all three of them close by. Take one of your stones, hold it in your hand, feel it in your hand, keep it there. Keep it there until, I, until you didn't set it down. Let this rock um, be that rock that causes us to um, remember the debt that we owe to all those that have died for our, our freedoms. My friends, you and I are not here today because we've done something special. Um, I think it's, uh, Paul, you might know better, I think it's a little over a million people that have died in war, isn't it? A million people have died. That's not counting the wounded and the ones that mentally aren't good anymore. But over a million people have died. This stone, this stone should, you should have in your heart from now on. I hope you have this stone forever, forever in your life. That stone will be the stone that reminds you that we owe a, a, a big debt to the folks that are buried right down there, buried right out here, buried in a national cemetery, wherever they're buried at, your family and friends. Um, that fought for our freedom and gave their life for us. Um, that's what this stone is to represent for each and every one of us, okay? That's a stone. It's a stone, that's all. But it becomes because we're asking God to indwell in that stone now, the reminder that this stone, for me, is going to remind me that I owe a debt to all those that gave their lives. Take the second stone. Got another stone? I have mine up here. These are stones that, this stone here would represent, I think, um, all those. Maybe never wore a uniform. Maybe never was in the military. Maybe never um, did anything fantastic, but yet... For some reason or another, they died for no reason whatsoever. Martyrs. And today we have that picture in our head, 19, 19 babies. This stone represents them. This stone represents that martyr that, you know, who died because of their faith. Those young people died because of the ugliness of, of um, sin and, 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 and death in this world. And the battle that always goes on between good and evil light and darkness. The stone represents those that have lost their lives for no reason whatsoever. No reason whatsoever that is buried under that sod right now and will be there for eternity. But we will remember them. We will remember them. I don't know about you, but I can remember clear back to uh, Hurricane Andrew. That's when I first started seeing people die for no reason whatsoever. Columbine. Sandy Hook. You know, we don't want to ever forget. We don't want to ever forget them. Amen? That's what that stone represents, those that have died in the battle of good and evil for no reason whatsoever. And then, of course, the last stone. You got your last stone. Now, you want to remember what these stones are. You don't want to confuse them because we're asking God to, to bless these stones for that very reason. And this last stone is the stone to remind us that our freedom... Our freedom comes because of Calvary. Our freedom comes because of Jesus Christ and all that he has done for us. 
that stone will be for me, that reminder uh, that tells me the story that he loved me so much, he loved you so much, that just at the right time in my life and in your life, he died for us and came to save us from our, our sin and the ugliness of this world. I want you to take your three rocks. I want you to take your three rocks today. And I want you to put them somewhere that you can see them every day. Put them, you know, up on your mantle. Put them on your, where, on your nightstand. But it's not just for you to see. You see, Joshua put those stones out there for Riker, for Emma, for Clara, uh, for, um, Claire, for all the young people we know. Um, he put those stones out there because um, people are going to come along and see those 12 stones that shouldn't be there, and they're going to ask, what's up with those stones? And then they get to tell, tell them the story behind those stones of how God finally brought them into the promised land. So I want you to take your stones and take them home and put them not, not in your bedroom, not in a drawer, but somewhere in plain sight. Somewhere in plain sight that one of your grandchildren walks in or your neighbor or a friend you're talking to and, uh, and says, my goodness, what's up with those rocks? <laughs> I love the verse um, 6 and 7. It says, let these, these rocks become a sign among you that your children will ask later, what do these rocks mean? And you shall say to them, the Lord blessed us and brought us into the land of milk and honey. These stones shall become a memorial to all the sons of Israel forever. And I pray that you take your stones home, your stones home, that they would become a reminder forever of those who died for our freedom, of those who um, lived in faith and died for no reason, uh, and to remind us of, of that Christ died for us so that we could live forever. Amen? I pray that you take these stones and let them become a memorial. And I'm praying, God, that, that you would bless these stones, whatever happens to them, that they would be used for your glory and for your kingdom. Because the ultimate meaning of this Memorial Day lies in these stones. It's a time for us to remember, Lord God. And it's a time for us to continue with these loved ones we're thinking of and what you started in our life. It's a time for us to continue it. We pray that you would bless these stones to that end and bless our memory of them and our memorial but that we will make of them. What's up with those stones, Lord? We want to hear somebody ask us that so we can tell them about your great love. Thanks, Lord. We pray this in your son's name today. And all of God's children said, amen. Praise God. Oh, the stones are important then, aren't they? Praise God. I hope you um, do something special with them. And that um, I pray that somebody will say to you, hey, what's up with those stones? Oh, sit down. Let me tell you. Okay. Let's stand together.